0: Welcome to the Build Local Podcast. Here we are educating, inspiring, and connecting with small business owners and entrepreneurs to tell real stories of struggle and success. My name is Scott, and I am so glad to have you here. I am one of the co-hosts on this podcast. I'm also the owner of Visual Element Media, and I am joined once again by my co-host, Chris Kansky. Chris, how are you?
1: Not too bad. I'm glad to be here. Um, Yeah, like Scott said, my name is Chris Kansky. I'm the owner of New Pillar Marketing. Today, we are very excited to have uh, Emily Hitchcock on the podcast. She is the CEO of Columbus Publishing Lab. They are a fantastic company that I've done uh, quite a bit of work with in the past. They, they help people self-publish, they, they publish books, they do book marketing, um, and we're very excited to, to have her here today.
0: Yeah, definitely. Welcome,
1: Emily.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. So um, yeah, go ahead and if you just want to tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your company.
2: Yeah, definitely. So uh, so like you said, I'm the CEO of Columbus Publishing Lab. Um, we're based in Zanesville, Ohio. Um, we were based out of Columbus for a long time, um, but um, now we're based in Zanesville. It's important uh, to us to to bring commerce here and, and sort of foster creativity. Um, and we provide a full suite of publishing services, so everything from editing to cover design uh, to printing and distribution. Um, and we work with authors at all levels. Um, so we produce um, children's books for people who uh, just want to have them for their grandchildren. Um, and on the other end of the spectrum, we work with uh, a number of small presses um, who uh, produce uh, textbooks and, and sort of highbrow um, materials uh, and we do the production work for them um, and then all sorts of everyday authors in between.
1: Yeah so um, so one of the things that uh, we that's our, one of our core values I guess at, at the local is to is to be real and to not shy away from you know some of the struggles that companies have had so can you can you tell us about a time you know that was hard for you for the business. When you felt like uh, I don't know to do this anymore. And and tell us what what kept you going.
2: Yeah, definitely. So when I first start, when I first got my start um, in publishing and uh, and first started, um, you know. Working and, and, and co-running Columbus Publishing Lab, um, one skill set that I was uh, new to learning was copy editing. Um, and so, copy editing for anyone who's not familiar uh, is really technical. So, spelling, grammar, punctuation, um, style, and style is just this doorstop. Um, of a book uh, that dictates uh, all sorts of, uh, of minuscule rules that are really important to, to readers and, and authors and publishers. Um, I, would
1: be, I would be terrible at that job. Obviously.
0: Yeah, not good for me either. <laughs>
2: well, that's why we're here. That's right. caught so, uh, <call> me. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, this was a skill that I was really interested in learning, um, and I was fortunate enough to um, to have someone give me the opportunity to uh, to learn it and to teach me and to train me. Um, but when I first started copy editing, I was really bad at it. Um, I didn't have the eye for it, um, I, I didn't have the knowledge base that I needed, and I was trying really, really hard um, to be good at copy editing, and I wasn't there yet. Um, And it was really stressful because all I wanted to do was do a good job. Um, But I felt like I couldn't at that point in time. Um, And so there were several times, uh, you know, when I, when I worked on an edit and I spent countless hours on it and it just, it still wasn't very good uh, that I got discouraged. Um, And, Uh uh, and I thought about quitting. Um, But what kept me going is the, uh, is this sort of, idea that wasn't yet tangible to me, but this inkling that I could be really good at it one day. Um, and I knew that if I quit, that that would never happen. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a difficult point.
0: <laughs> what do you think was the, the turning point? When did, when did you get to that realization where you said, I, I could get really good at this, even though I'm really struggling with it right now? When was that?
2: Oh, it took a long time. Um, you know, I'm a person who is uh, pretty tenacious and pretty motivated by uh, by wanting to do really good work. I think many people are like that. Um, and I think really it was just a lot of being dogged um, in wanting to get to that point. Um, one thing that I think about a lot now, um, so many years later, is that there was never a day when I woke up uh, back then and was suddenly a good copy editor. Um, I didn't come to the realization, and I, I never really had that revelation that that switch had flipped um, until many years later and I was actually running the company and working to try to find a copy editor and, and going through their work and looking at their processes. And then I had this moment where I was like, I'm, I'm good at this now. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um,
1: Yeah, I think you make make a great point. I think, um, you know, a lot of us start out with this this idea of kind of of overnight success, you know, that we're going to put a certain amount of work into it. And then one day we're going to wake up and we're going to be good at something or we're going to wake up and we're going to be successful. And that's just that's just not the way it works most of the time.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was this sort of gradient of becoming better at it and becoming better at it and then uh, and then. At some point, I got to the point where I didn't have to worry about it anymore um, because I knew what I was doing. And that's a good feeling. Um, And I think that realization, even though it came a lot, uh, you know, even though there's a a lot of distance between when I sucked at copy editing and when I realized that I was good at it, that has helped me so much uh, now Mm -hmm. when I I have to work on tasks that are difficult um, for me because I can remember that and know that even though it feels super hard now, Eventually if I keep going, I'll get to a point where, where I'm good at
0: it. Can you talk to us a little bit about the the process? You know, what, what does it look like to be in your job and in your profession each and every day? Like what to what today look like for you?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So I do a lot of talking to people. Um, you know, in my current role with the company, um, my function is to manage a lot of other people. Um, so really to delegate. Um, and to make sure that my employees are, are doing what they're supposed to be doing, that my authors are being well taken care of, um, and then also providing you know, new authors with the, with the information that only I have um, in my role as CEO. Um, and one of our authors several years ago gave our founder an invaluable piece of advice um, that our founder passed on to me, and that piece of advice is only do what only you can do. Um, and so that's how I try to get through day to day, uh, being CEO, um, is just focusing on, um, on making sure that, that I'm sticking to the tasks that are are really important for me.
1: Yeah, that's great. Okay. And, and I think we all experience that being in business, you know, there are always, um, <clears throat> there's always more work than you can get to, you know, and you have to choose the things that are, that are really important, and I love the way you put it, the things that only you can do.
2: I think it's an, I think it's interesting too, like if you're part of a business, um, you know, sort of from its inception and then as it grows, um, thinking about how your role changes as the business grows um, is something that's really important um, and something that I spend a lot of time on on trying to get better at um, mm-hmm. because my role and when the company was first started was to do copy editing and these various sort of specific tasks. Um, and now my role is, is much more abstract. Uh, you run the business, um, mm-hmm. but figuring out what that means day to day can be challenging.
0: Yeah. So many people have so many different <laughs> versions of what it means to run a business, you know, and, and the awesome thing that I love about like small businesses is that that looks different for each and every business. It's not a oh you run a business so you know exactly what that means because sure there's a lot of you know overlap but the the real niche of it is going to be so different for everyone else. And so would you want to talk a little bit about how how you manage people? I think we I think we live in a in a culture now Where taking care of your authors and taking care of your employees and making sure that they feel purpose and they feel a reason behind what they do what they do um, is so important to them. So can you share a little bit about how you do that?
2: So, um, you know, when we first started the company, my role was to love the client. Um, and it sounds sort of silly, um, but that really was my role, to make the client feel important, um, to make them feel like they had a dedicated dedicated point of contact and somebody uh, who was going to guide them throughout the entire publishing process. Um, you know, we're fortunate enough that um, our authors trust us with uh, this creative work that they oftentimes spend decades working on, um, so by the time they reach us, uh, you know, it is a It is a a job that requires a a lot of care and a lot of heart Um, so um, I think that's a big part of it is um, you know is just giving your time and attention uh, to your authors and then by extension to your employees um, in a way that you're passing value on to them whether that's just communication um, whether that's teaching them um, the skills that they need to do or whether that's leaving them alone um, and trusting them enough to be able to do the job that you've trained them to do. Um, I think all those are, are different ways of, of loving your client or loving your employees, um, and that's what I try to do.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that's a great point as well, you know, that I, there's a quote that I love, um, and I'm, I'm probably going to mess it up, but it's that the the first, the first act of of love is the giving of attention, you know, that you can't, love someone instead unless you're willing to, to make the time for them and to pay attention to them. And I, I think it's awesome that a priority for your authors and for your Yeah. And we talked about um you know we talked about struggles and, and things that were hard for you. So you know so that's that's one end one end of the spectrum. You know, but there's also uh there's also a lot of success, a lot of um joy in, in running a business. So can you tell us about um, no a victory, something that made the struggle worth it. For
2: you. Yeah, definitely. So one of the one of the cool things about the publishing industry and in our model specifically is that um, you know I get to have a hand in uh, the production of a book, pretty much from its inception all the way to a finished product that I can hold in my hand. Um, and there are very few industries where you get um, that involved that sort of involvement um, throughout an entire process like that. Um, I had a client um, several years ago, um, and her father was in World War One, um, and he had uh, written on a typewriter um, his experience uh, of being in the war. Um, he had since passed away. Um, and so uh, this woman came to me um, with this box that had the only copy of this manuscript from her father. Um, and so we took that manuscript, and we transcribed it, Um, we edited it, we created a cover, um, and it, once it was done, um, you know, they printed a certain number of copies that they could give to their family, and they could just have as heirlooms, Um, and I've produced a lot of books, many of them sell tons of copies, um, and go on to achieve critical acclaim, and that's, that's awesome, that's gratifying for me as well, Um, but that, project uh for that woman specifically always stands out to me um as a triumph so being able to um to guide her through every step of the process and have an end product that was just so monumentally important um and produced in a way that that did her father's legacy justice um that's something that that gets me through days that are more difficult
0: wow that that is a absolute awesome story um and and i i I'm sure you have many, many more stories that you could share of, you know, being able to see that, you know, inception of something, the genesis of something, and then carried it the whole way through. um, And just how that, how one person's story can connect with so many people is probably something that you could talk for many, many hours on. Um, unfortunately, we are running out of time. Um, thank you, Juan, for joining us and sharing a little bit about you and, um, and what you do. And um, where can people learn more about uh, you or um, the, the publishing company?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Um, the best place to find information about us is at our website. It's uh, columbuspublishinglab.com. Um, people can also email me directly if you have questions about, uh, book publishing or any facet, um, of the publishing process, small company. And I, I love to just talk to people. So my email is Emily, E-M-I-L-Y at Columbus publishing lab.com. Um, and I would love to talk to, to anyone out there.
0: Chris, any last thoughts from you? No, I just, uh, yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Emily, for, uh, the time to talk to us. And that was, that was really great.
2: Cool. Thanks for having
0: me. That is, again, all the time we have. Thank you so much to Emily uh, for joining us on the podcast today. And again, thank you to Chris for co-hosting with me. It's always fun to have a chat. And we are looking forward to our next episode and talking to more business owners, more entrepreneurs, and more organizational leaders from not just our area, but all across the country, and actually hearing about how they are making an impact in the communities that we are looking to build and build local. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we hope to see you in our next episode.